800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. The Juno Police Department took action today regarding a Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs Task Force year-long investigation and Eagle Crest Ski Area opened yesterday. But first... The Juneau Police Department took action today regarding a year-long investigation regarding the believed distribution of methamphetamine and fentanyl coming into Juneau. While serving a search warrant downtown, four blocks were closed down near the Capitol. The area surrounding the residence is back open now. Lieutenant Craig Campbell with the Juneau Police Department says it took about an hour and a half of uncooperative actions from the suspect before they decided to deploy chemical munitions. We're announcing, we're knocking, we're doing notifications over a PA system. And we do that for a long time because we really want to give that person ample time to come out uh, peacefully before we would even go in there. Because when you start going into the house or doing these other things, that could potentially increase your threat or the, the risk of both the officer and the person that's in the residence. And we want to give them as much opportunity as we can to uh, come out peacefully. Initially, two people came out of the building. They are not believed to be suspects. After JPD deployed the chemicals, the suspect came out of the residence peacefully and is now in custody. He is not under arrest at this point because the investigation is ongoing. They will need to determine what charges are appropriate. His name is not available until an arrest is made. Campbell also explains what the treatment is like for the suspect following his exposure to the chemicals. All the lot is going to depend on what is his level of exposure and if he has any difficulties with that, but we just continue to monitor him to make sure what he needs. But our plan would be to take him uh, to probably to the hospital at some point to get him cleared and make sure there's no uh, residual effects. Campbell says it was necessary to use the scale they did in this investigation in order to bring the man into custody in the safest way possible. Or when we do search warrants um, or any kind of investigation is we run it through a threat assessment. It's just a matrix to see like uh, based on a totality of circumstances from, let's say, a scale from zero to 50 um, to see, like, is it very, very safe or is there increased threat? Based off of this one, we believe there was an increased threat based off of the seriousness of the crimes involved, uh, the person's history and different things that we've uh, learned through the investigation regarding uh, him and things that we need to be concerned about. So ultimately, we ran that through our threat assessment. It reached a level that JPD felt it necessary to deploy their SWAT team and negotiators. Campbell adds that fentanyl is an increased concern in Juneau. Over the past three years, uh, we've definitely seen a huge increase in fentanyl uh, coming to Juneau. We've probably seen some of our press releases where we're catching you know, 6,000 or more pills coming in, and that's a lot of dangerous drugs coming into our community. And we've seen that ramping up more and more and more, uh, and that's just a small fraction of where we're able to recover. Uh, so part of this investigation is because we we believe, and this, this person who's the subject of the, the residence is associated with some of those actions. And that's why we believe it's such an important thing to get people there to try to disrupt some of that flow of drugs into the community. This is a developing story. Eagle Crest Ski Area had its first day of its season yesterday. General Manager of Eagle Crest Ski Area, Dave Scanlon, says he's happy they were finally able to get some snow to open. He also gives comment on the Eagle Crest Gondola moving forward with plans that require additional parts. We're designing a new midway loading and unloading station on the gondola. 
And that's going to be a really important function for the gondola for both the summer and winter season. During the winter season, having the midway loading station when we have a warm winter like this will allow people to stay at the higher elevations of the mountain where the snowpack is more consistent. So it's really going to offer up a lot of new uh, wintertime activities. And in the summer, there'll be a lot of recreational activities that we're going to be uh, developing over the next couple of years in the Crappie Lake area, which is really close to that midway station. We always knew we were going to need some additional parts to be able to make that midway station a part of this uh, lift design. And happy to now have the full list of parts we need and be um, starting to move forward. He says they are optimistic that they will be able to complete the gondola installation for the budget that they have been working under, a $10 million budget. We're still very confident that we're going to be able to, to achieve the installation with, uh, with those funds that we have. So um, and very uh, excited to um, start the process for alternative procurement to get our construction team under contract and starting to work with us on all of the design features and uh, different construction modes that we're going to use to make sure we can be efficient with those capital dollars. Coming up, a children's book remembers the famous Romeo the Wolf. That story next when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For many years, Romeo the Wolf visited Juno on the frozen ice of Mendenhall Lake until his sudden death in 2009. He made national news for his friendly, unusual encounters with dogs and people. Many books have been released about Romeo, but a children's book released this fall was the first of its kind. Illustrator Lou Isaac and artistic director of the Orpheus Project, William Todd Hunt, heard about Romeo after he was already gone. Through creating music and art for this project, they felt like they got to know him. Hunt says the story of Romeo started as one of three musical pieces commissioned to help tell Romeo's story. This book came from a piece written by Elena Levy and Joel Bennett. It's for a quintet of instruments, flute, cello, uh, violin, and clarinet, and vibraphone with narrator. I think pretty early in the process, Joel had said something, maybe even offhand, as to like, well, this would make a really good children's book. Author Joel Bennett says he was with Romeo from the beginning. My uh, first encounter with Romeo was back in 2003. Uh, that was when he was first seen out by the visitor center. And um, I, uh, I never took him for granted for a moment after that. And he, he lived another six, seven years. And I spent as much time as I could out on the Glacier Lake and its surroundings to try to... Um, uh, understand what this animal really was all about who seemed so different than any other wolf I'd ever seen. And I've been around a lot of wolves in Alaska in uh, films that I've made and never, ever saw anything like this. It was the group's first time creating a children's book. Bennett shares why he chose to write the book in the style he did. I just thought that not only should there be something perhaps from his point of view uh, as arguably the most intelligent animal there is and what was going on in his head. But I also felt that, you know, if, if young people in the end don't care, then the future of animals like Romeo will be a grim, if not over. 
What happens in the book were incidents that Bennett witnessed himself. Illustrator Lou Isaac used photos as references for her art, but she aimed to make the illustrations magical through watercolor. The way I paint, even with with oil paintings, is、um, not. I'm not looking for literal. I'm not trying to do the same thing that a camera does. So a camera is,、um, you can dial it in so it captures way more details than our eyes have. And my art tends to capture the feeling and the emotion of a situation rather than the details.、Mm. Original prints of her artwork can eventually be found at the Juno Artist Gallery. The process of creating the book took about a year. Currently, the story of Romeo is available at Hearthside Books and on the Orpheus Project's website. It made a popular debut at the public market. Hunt says soon a studio-style recording of the musical components will become available along with a video. Check for those updates on OrpheusProject.org. The audio of Romeo's Howl was provided by Bennett. The holidays are filled with cheer and celebration. The Alaska State Troopers want people to remember to be responsible in order to avoid a tragedy this holiday season. Tim D. Spain, spokesman for the Department of Public Safety, says the Alaska State Troopers are conducting increased traffic enforcement to help keep Alaskans safe. Starting this week and going through January first,、um, we will have additional troopers that are. Patrolling the highways and roads around the state, looking for impaired drivers and unsafe drivers.、Um, so, if anybody's holiday plans involve alcohol or consuming marijuana or anything that could, you know, impair their driving abilities, then they should definitely, you know, plan ahead to have a designated driver or a cab or you know, ride sharing or even stay the night. Just definitely don't get behind the wheel if you, you know, if you're impaired. Additionally, the public is encouraged to report anyone driving dangerously. All the areas that Alaska State Troopers patrol, we will have、um, an enhanced enforcement effort、uh, taking place, where there will be, you know, troopers out there working overtime,、um, being able to spend extra time、um, looking specifically for impaired drivers or unsafe drivers. And if any motorists out there actually see somebody who's driving dangerously, Uh, then we encourage them to call in a ready, which is a report every dangerous driver immediately、uh, by calling nine one one. Funding for increased patrol efforts comes from grants distributed by the Alaska Highway Safety Office. Now you're up to date with news of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For continuous updates, visit our website kinyradio.com.